Alright everybody, good evening, Gurren Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Week number 10, Sunday, is upon us. Wiz, how are we doing today? Yeah, doing uh, doing pretty good. Getting ready for uh, week 10. It was another ugly game on Thursday night. Uh, I think with the exception of maybe uh, Foreman and the Panthers' defense. Uh, a lot of disappointed fantasy owners, Cordaro Patterson, DJ Moore... Um, uh, Kyle Pitts again, so a lot of a lot of disappointment to go around uh, uh, from a fantasy perspective outside of Foreman and uh, the Panthers defense. Yeah, Pitts has been uh, Pitts has been one of the uh, you know a guy that was looked at as a top five tight end this year, and uh, it's been uh, nothing but disappointment. I think only one week where he's actually had double digit points. It's been it's been a rough ride for uh, Kyle Pitt owners. Yeah, it really has, and uh, just the connection is not there. I mean, he got a lot of targets, and he over he had him open on like, some easy throws, and just it's just it's just not a connection that's working. But uh, that's a story for another day. We're on to uh, some fantasy football, DraftKings, betting, and all of that good stuff for uh, for uh, tomorrow. Yep. All right. Let's uh, let's get into the rankings, and why don't you take us out at uh, quarterback. Yeah, I'm going to look for a little uh, salary leverage here, uh, salary relief, so I could uh, pay up at other positions. So two quarterbacks I like, uh, 5,700, Daniel Jones, <clears throat> I think is in a good matchup. I think he uh, may get some rushing yards, could sneak in a rushing touchdown. So I like him at 5,700, and I like Trevor Lawrence as well in this game. Um, total is 51 in this game, expecting points. So I, I like Daniel Jones and Trevor Lawrence, and I'm going to fade Kyle Murray. That's an easy fade for me. Uh, if he plays, I don't really care. Rams are his kryptonite. So uh, easy fade for me, Kyle Murray. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't disagree in a league that you and I compete against one another. I just picked up Daniel Jones this week. I'm starting him over Kyle Murray. I don't trust Murray, number one, against the Rams, as you mentioned. And he's probably going to be a lot more ineffective with his run game. And uh, based on that... Uh, uh, I, I'm staying away from that situation um, this week. Uh, so I, I think a smart move. Um, a quarterback for me, again, this is a place where I think you met, You know, you know, said you're looking for value. I think we've been able to do that a lot in, in, the, in the rankings. Uh, Josh Allen coming off the injury as well. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm a fade on him as well this week, uh, along with Murray. Uh, I, I like the guys you picked. Uh, at quarterback, uh, similar thinking. Look, Justin Fields coming off. That huge week, 6,500. I think that player is going to be owned uh, in, in a lot of spots, especially against Detroit. So I, I, I'm going down to Jacoby Brissett uh, in a game where I think you could see you know one of the higher scoring games of the week. And he's at 5,400. Uh, but that's a quarterback that I'm looking to reach for this week, Was Yeah, I was looking at Brissett. Uh, I don't mind that one either. Just looking at a few guys right in that range. So, uh we were looking in the same range, just came up with a couple of different guys. And uh, what's your view at uh, running back this week? Yeah, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in Jeff Saturday's uh, first uh, <laughs> first foray into coaching. Um, I, I guess he's going to lean on the run and, and Jonathan Taylor, but uh, uh, call me as one just not confident in, in the situation at quarterback with Ellinger. Um, I think you'll see a stack box in this ball game against Taylor. So, you know, he's just been a big disappointment this year. I'm staying away from it. I'm, I'm staying. I'm also staying away from from Dalvin Cook this week against the against the Bills. 
And, you know, Aaron Jones is coming off that injury. I, I, I know he practiced this week, but, I, you know, I think this is a player that's been incorrectly used the entire season. Um, so those are the players that I'm feeding at running back. Uh, Travis at the end at 7,100. Uh, that, that's the guy that I like this week. Um, I was very, very impressed with what we saw from Jeff Wilson Jr. in his uh, Dolphin debut. Uh, this could be a situation where these two players are splitting carries the rest of the way. 5,500, I like that. And I, I think Khalil Herbert will, will make a big impact in this game was 5,900. Yeah, I, I've guessed Khalil Herbert a few times this year. It's it, it just impossible to figure it out. Uh, I don't mind that one. I like Jeff Wilson as well. That's my one running back at 5,500. And then I'm just going to say the guy that, you know, I just can't believe his price is still relatively high. It's 5,700. I have to say Melvin Gordon. Uh, <clears throat> I really think he's uh, overpriced by a lot. He should be like around 4,500, 4,700. So I'm going to play Wilson at 5,500 and fade um, Melvin Gordon at 5,700. Okay. Yeah, I, I, can't, I cannot blame you at all for that. Uh, let's see. Wide receiver. Uh, I'm going to fade Terry McLaurin because <clears throat> I just don't want to go up against that, you know, Slay. I mean, he just shuts him down. And um, at 5,700... Excuse me, 5,900. I think there are better bargains in McLaurin at 5,900. <clears throat> I want to play Lazard this week. I think he could, at home, he could be the the one guy that has a big game in the, through the passing game. Uh, he just throws the ball to him so many times. He's really the only receiver that he completely trusts. Uh, I want to play Donnell Mooney at 5,500 in what just figures to be a high-scoring game. So I'm loving Lazard at 6,100 and Mooney at 5,500. And I want to fade McLaurin at 5,900. Yeah, I, I, I'm going straight to the top of the board this week. Was I mentioned Josh Allen, uh, so I'm fading Diggs at 8,300. We talked about Kyler Murray. I'm fading Hopkins at that number. I don't know what the situation is going to be with Matt Stafford this week. I'm fading Cooper Cup. Uh, I'm fading all three of those guys. Uh, I know that's an unusual thing to do, but... Uh, I just, you know, with quarterbacks, a lot of question marks around all three of those guys. Uh, it's making me hesitant as far as a wide receiver. So I'm going to dig a little deeper. We got some news today that Mika Fitzpatrick is not playing. Uh, I know Jarvis Landry is back, but Chris Olave is the number one target in, in uh, New Orleans at this point in time. 6,800, the Pittsburgh Steelers give, give away a lot of yards in the air. And without Fitzpatrick, uh, that's a player that I like this week. My play of the week, it's going to re- be reflected in, in my prop bets, but I love Christian Kirk at 5,900. Uh, you mentioned Mooney at 5,500. I'm going to, after the bye week, I'm going to add one more guy to it, Wiz. I think Jerry Judy has a big game this week against the Titans, who don't defend the pass particularly well. 5,700 Jerry Judy. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I don't mind you know, rolling with the Chris Olave bandwagon. And uh, what say you at uh, tight end? Yeah, you know what? Uh, tight end, I, I was, it was tough kind of fading anybody, uh, but Tyler Higby has kind of completely disappeared from the face of the earth after an incredible start uh, in terms of targets. Uh, I, just a player that I'm not going to trust at this point in time, uh, so I'm staying away from that. Uh, guys, I'm going to go with uh, a Pat, a, a Framuth at 4,200, uh, especially after the Claypool trade. Greg Dulcich, who, who we saw, what he, he he's coming off a bye week with Denver, uh, but he's been dynamic uh, as far and Forster Moreau at 3,200. Those are my three plays at tight end was. 
Yeah, I think there's a lot of ways to go. I don't mind paying up for, you know, the elite guys because I think this is where you could pay up for a guy like Travis Kelsey. My fave this week is going to be uh, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, not because, I, you know, I, you know, I think he's a terrific player, but I just feel in his matchup against Von Miller and that Bills pass rush that he's going to be kept in to block a lot and not go out that, you know, as often as certainly he did last week in pattern. So um, I'm good, you know, with all of those paying up price at tight end, but I want to fade TJ Hawkinson at 5,300. All right. Sounds good. Uh, how about a, uh, how about a little dart throw whiz? Who's your guy this week? Yeah, I don't know what my break this way guy is going to be in, in, in a, what I think is to be a wild game. Uh, you mentioned the game before. You like the quarterback, and I think this is the matchup. I, I really love Donovan Peoples-Jones at 4,300 this week um, for a few reasons. One, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Two, Amari Cooper's once again, his splits between home and road is pretty drastic. So I think Donovan Peoples-Jones is maybe the receiver to have this week uh, to take that show on the road in a big scoring game. So Donovan Peoples-Jones, 4,300, is my break the slate wide receiver. All right, fantastic. All right, so let's uh, let's move on to uh, game plays. I'm, I'm going to kick us off here. Was I, I got a few plays this week. Um, I'm going to take the under in the Dallas Green Bay game. Uh, I just have a feeling this is going to be it's it's, a, it's going to be a lot colder this week around the country. This is going to be one of those cold games. Uh, it's going to be a 4:25 start. Uh, Green Bay offense. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, before we get onto this, uh, my break the slate guy is actually in this game, uh, Samari Torre, um, who because of the lack of options in Green Bay at 3,900, I'm going to give that player a shot. Wide receiver, Green Bay Packers, 3,900. Uh, so getting. Yeah, he's certainly uh, been making big plays, and Rodgers has been going through him for some big plays, so I like that one. Yep. So, all right. So let's get back to the game. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, I think this is going to be a little bit more of a slugfest type of game. So I'm going to take the under in the Dallas Green Bay game at 44. Um, I really like the 49ers this week was lay, laying seven points uh, against the Chargers. You know, the Chargers are. It's a struggling offense w- without those top receiving choices. Uh, Justin Herbert has had a, a kind of a, a significantly subpar year. Um, Certainly, Austin Eckler has been carrying this, but this is this is a strong defense in the 49ers. Uh, I like the 49ers laying seven points. Was, and uh, I'm going to go, e- even though I mentioned that uh, Mika Fitzpatrick's out, uh, I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, getting one and a half points against New Orleans. T.J. Watt's going to be back. I don't think this New Orleans team plays particularly well uh, outside. Uh, so those are my three game picks for this week, Was. Yeah, I like some games this week. I think the Browns are going to get this done on the road. I think that they're going to be able to play their type of game where they're going to make some big plays in the passing game. And I you know, mentioned that with Donovan Peoples-Jones. But I think they're really going to do some ground and pound and, uh, and, and be able to run the ball down their throat and kind of limit the possessions and, and, and not make it that kind of game that, that Miami wants to get into. So I like – the Browns plus three and a half. Um, I like the Colts plus four. Uh, believe it or not, I think this is the one team that the Colts should be happy they're playing. A team that's probably in more turmoil than they are. So I, I think I think the Colts are going to cover that game and probably win that game. <clears throat> I like the Jags plus eight and a half. A little bit of a letdown game for Kansas City. Um, and. Let's see, I like two more. I like Green Bay, believe it or not, at home plus four. These teams, 
that play in these domes and these cushy temperatures, you know, the first time that they play in cold weather, they just don't look comfortable. So your point of under kind of goes hand in hand with my Packers plus the four points in this game at home. And my other pick is my best game. It starts off bright and early tomorrow. I think the Tampa Bay Bucks and Tom Brady are going to lay it on the Seahawks tomorrow. Um, I think they're going to carry over that momentum from that last drive against the Rams. And, uh, I predict Tom Brady's going to have his best game of the year tomorrow. Hey, look, Tom Brady's had a tough run uh, <laughs> between his personal life, between what's gone on professionally. Uh, this week, uh, it's been brought out that he lost a fortune with this uh, collapse of that cryptocurrency broker of FTX. So uh, it's not been an easy year for Tom. So maybe he takes out his frustrations on the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, and my one prop play um, – is going to be Tom Brady. I'm going over 283 and a half yards passing, and I'm going to lay the juice. I'm going to go over one and a half touchdown passes. <clears throat> I think he throws for about 350 yards in this game and about three touchdowns. Um, I just think that they're going to get it going in this game, and it's a good matchup for him. So Tom Brady is my prop play of the day, over yards and over touchdowns. All right, I have three prop bets uh, this week, Wiz. I'm going over 77 and a half rushing yards for Nick Chubb. I'm going over 16 and a half receiving yards for Rashad White. That that snap count between those two players, Fournette and White, has definitely shifted. Uh, I think White could have a pretty big game in this one. So 16 and a half receiving yards, Rashad White. I'm going taking the over on that one. And I'm going the double uh, daily double whiz, and I'm doubling down on the bet as well. Five and a half catches, 63 and a half yards, Christian Kirk. I, I think he easily surpasses uh, both of those. Yeah, I like that one. I think the Jags are, like I said, are going to put up some points in that game. And um, and I, I just don't understand with these Nick Chubb rushing yards. I just think they're low every single time. I just don't think, like, they gave him the Derrick Henry respect. Those things should be really closer to 100 than, like, in the high 70s. So I like those uh, that you've played as well. Yeah, I got to say this. And you, you and I have talked about this player a lot. Nick Chubb is – one of the top three running backs in the NFL, without a doubt. Uh, we felt that coming in. We're not just saying that because of this. Uh, if you look at the statistics, his yards after contact, the consistency, uh, they have they have leaned on him a lot more this, this year. He has been nothing but phenomenal all year long. The Dolphin defense has not played well. I, I see just an absolutely huge game from Nick Chubb this week. Oh, yeah, I think the Browns are going to put up points in this game, and I think they're going to, you know, hit them with some good play action. But, yeah, I, you know, I think uh, – I just think they, they have not adjusted to the correct line as far as uh, Nick Chubb is under and over rushing. All right, Wiz, so that is going to do it for our Week 10 uh, rankings, props, and uh, player props and game lines. Uh, I wish you lots of luck in all of that. The Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Good luck, everybody. Week 10, so there's some jostling going around in terms of trying to figure out if you're going to make the playoffs or not, uh, if you're going to be a spoiler. Uh, Lots going on, and uh, it's really going to be the first cold weekend that the NFL sees. So uh, see how it all plays out. Wiz, enjoy the action, and uh, we will talk next week. You do the same. 